Hi there, my name is Ana Paula Picasso and you are listening to Blockchain Beat. This episode I spoke to Anita Kalergis, aka the Crypto Granny. Anita is originally from Finland, but blockchain made her move to Malta recently. Anita was also the main moderator of the Helsinki Blockchain Forum Summit. We talked about the main takeaways of the summit, regulations for crypto companies, the Finnish way to make business, and why we don't hear much about Finland in the blockchain world. Anita is a business developer and consultant in the blockchain sphere. She's also an ambassador of the Blockchain Forum Finland. You can follow Anita on Twitter at CryptoGranny with K. And if you want to check out all the recordings of the Helsinki Blockchain Forum Summit, I will put all the links in the description. This episode is brought to you by Blockchain PR. If you want to know more how Blockchain PR can help your business grow, just go to www.blockchainpr.online. Hi there. Hi, Anita. How are you? I've been spending today way too much time indoors, but that is only because Saturday and Sunday I was almost all the time out and it's quite hot in Malta, so. <laughs> ah, yes, that's right. You, you Malta now. Have you moved yes. there permanently or are you just spending time there? I lived here the past two years. Mm-hmm. And then uh, due to a project I was uh, uh, involved with, and then uh, that ended. Uh, I stayed for a while last year, the end of the year. I was checking whether there would be something new uh, coming up. There was not. And then I made the decision officially to move back home again, back uh-huh. to Finland. Uh, to and Finland. Then- Mm-mm. And then, uh, well, all of a sudden this summer, in the middle of all this crisis, mm-hmm. came the unity back here. So now I am uh, half of my time here. So COVID allowing, obviously, in the future, the, the plan is that I would be spending uh, approximately half of the month here and then working half of the month remotely from Finland and also uh, traveling the world because this project is a global one. Yeah, I wanted to talk about the Blockchain Forum Summit, Helsinki, and you were the main uh, moderator. I watched a few of the panels, I think it was really good. The guys that organized that were great. I interviewed Jay Hamidi. And, and Jay, obviously, she's a very knowledgeable lady and, and lawyer. Yeah. Uh, and she's obviously also been a very helpful and uh, the main source also, or the, the responsible for arranging the actual summit. Of course, we did it. Yeah, she did. And the main yeah. decisions in the board. Uh, and then uh, there was a couple of actors who were pulling it, putting it up. All together, uh, Jay being one of them. Then, of course, uh, the, uh, Markus Lehtonen. Uh, I was helping myself also prior the event, but my main role was act as the host. And then we had this host. nice mm-hmm. pre-event survey uh, done by Innoduel and then Jussi Simolin. He was responsible for that. Very nice team you guys get going in, uh, in Helsinki. What are the takeaways of the summit? I know you guys covered a broad range of 
different aspects of blockchain. But what I was very curious about, and the one I'm, you know, I, I was rewatching it right now, actually. Okay. Uh, the digitalization and the future of finance. Just give me some takeaways about the panel for the people that were not able to join in or haven't seen the recording. I'm going to link in the description. But yeah, if you could talk me through some of the takeaways of that particular panel, it would be great. Yes, and I'm happy to do so. The overall feeling and the overall take of this uh, Blockchain Summit Helsinki was and is that it was amazing. That we managed to bring along these very knowledgeable, uh, very bright uh, people, obviously representing very different uh, aspects, uh, approaches to the to the home scene if you wish but also coming uh, from different backgrounds and and industries which all of it i think completed the whole big thing so i think it was extremely informative and it was very nice uh, if we come down or, or try to you know bring up few uh, details maybe so uh, especially when it comes to the digitalization and the future of finance if you wish um, i think it was very uh, enlightening. It was very uh, clear the discussion around there also a bit of uh, comparing Finland maybe with the Nordics with with the other surrounding countries mm -hmm. as we had also Estonian Blockchain Association chair Raido with us. What I was happy to hear uh, from our great uh, panelists uh, was obviously that they are all very confident that we are going the right direction uh, they were sharing uh, their experience and their obviously uh, very professional experience with the financial um, how would i say uh, lawmakers as well mm -hmm. as uh, fiva being one so the the regulators and so on and so forth so the whole big picture that they painted in this panel was very positive uh, very nice and good and and that was one of the things that I really liked a lot mm -hmm. and they all strongly believe that the future for the digital money uh, digital assets is there uh, it won't go away we won't turn around and go back to whatever there has been and also they were very positive that even the new or the, the actors coming as new to the sector uh, will find a way to discuss and collaborate and exchange ideas with all the actors whether it's ministries whether it's uh, the regulate whether it's eu so that was uh, the main take uh, from that uh, panel you mentioned lawmakers i think the a good part of the panel were to, uh, you guys were talking about regulations especially what happened in estonia i think a few months back yeah, uh, there was a big crackdown on crypto companies there. It'd be nice to hear from you uh, what's been happening, not just in Estonia, but in Malta, for instance, as well, yes. or other parts of, of, of the world that, that you know about. <laughs> well, that is very true. And, and uh, obviously, my very personal view and take on this is that, yes, uh, I fully agree that regulations are needed and, and there needs to be some kind of guidance 
to all the actors to have a common way. What I have learned, and I have been very fortunate, I lived the past two years uh, in Malta, uh, all the big blockchain summits and all these financial um, crypto events, they took place here. So I have been, I have me met personally uh, ah, big players, if you wish, uh, CZ from Binance and John McAfee, I met in person as well as, as uh, I've interviewed him later. And, How and, is he uh, like in person? Is uh, John, well, he's, um, he is very special, as we is, all know for sure. And yeah, is he like he is on Twitter or he has like two personas or he's oh, the yeah. same all the time? And it's the act. To me, he's, uh, he's an actor. He's, he's, uh, he, he wants to you know, play around with all of us. And, and I believe in most of the cases, uh, anyway, when he's sober, he knows exactly what he's doing. <laughs> so so uh, I, I kind of him and I, I interviewed also him together and separately with his wife, Janice. So, so yes, I, I, well, I'm aware of his background and his history and, and all these things, but still I would say that there is more plus in the whole big story of John McAfee than, than minuses or negative stuff. So, and I think he's, uh, yeah, he's doing what he wants to do and, and there is a reason for that. So yeah, it was Yeah, fun. I think he's Not a very, He's a very intelligent and knowledgeable person. Oh yeah. And I feel I feel that some of the things he does it on Twitter, they just his Twitter persona mm -hmm. as well. He likes to be controversial. But mm -hmm. um but anyway, um sorry I cut you. We were talking about uh you interviewed different people, we were talking about yes. regulations. Mm -hmm. Yes, and the views. All these people coming all around the world, whether it's US, whether it's Asia, whether it's Middle East, whether it's Europe, they all within the industry. And that is something that I'm, I'm really, really happy about and have, have been years. And, and that's one of the things that Crypto Granny even has been talking about, that I would say that first time in history, the industry itself, the actors within the sector itself, are going back to the regulators and to the lawmakers and telling them, guys, we want to make this right. We want to make this in the correct manner and we want to collaborate. So let's sit around the same table and discuss and negotiate. But let's also bear in mind that this is something new. This is something different. There is the whole ideology behind this whole thing of a wish and hope of a certain kind of freedom as individuals so we will not want to do the old stuff the traditional things but we would want to find a joint common way of doing the right thing but still keep the main you know idea the, the ideology there and and this is something that in the beginning especially was not taken too well we all recall the first uh, comments coming from the finance sector, from the banks and, and <laughs> lawmakers like, ah, oh, forget these guys and you're not going to make this to a new gaming industry, whatever. And those years I was here in Malta. So I also person saw and experienced very clearly these people coming to Malta, not finding what they wanted to find, Estonia coming up with e-residency and, and all these offerings they had. 
And many companies, many individuals, many actors kind of left Malta or Gibraltar even and, and went to Estonia just to experience what we now have experienced. All this again, part of the whole big thing, the whole big uh, change or transfer towards the new future uh, of finance and technology uh, with the security aspects there, but as well as the, the freedom that I believe that most of us want to achieve, uh, want to have in time. And then it comes, of course, down to that mainstream has not adapted as yet. So it's not that many people that are the revolutionary ones at the moment, but the ones who are there, they are asking the lawmakers, the regulatory uh, you know, actors to join us, to work together and, and make this new technology bloom and make it to be something right yeah. uh, if we take a like bitcoin maximalist aspect like oh they're gonna you know rob us and so so the, the whole range is there so i'm i'm talking with the maximalists and i'm talking with the, the ones who doesn't believe of any of this and and everything in between but in the big picture as in the panel itself also it's very clear that we are very positive about the future and we see that there is a digital future Obviously, there is if the big banks are already developing their digital money or whatever. So, Anita, moving on to Finland, the, where are you from? Shall we talk a little bit about the, the blockchain startup landscape there? Because there's another thing I talked to Jay about a couple of episodes back, that everybody think about Estonia, the first thing that comes to mind with cryptocurrencies, uh, companies. So how is the startup, the blockchain startup landscape in Finland? Is um, it more financially, uh, like concentrate on finance or you guys have different applications of blockchain? I would say that uh, it is very active. Uh, there is a lot of things happening when it comes to uh, the traditional finance sector or, or like banking sector, insurance, logistics, uh, etc. The thing is with Finland, I would take one step back because I've, I've again, I've been in or I am in a fortunate position or situation that I have been working a lot abroad so uh, i travel for my work and i have mm -hmm. had projects in the middle east in in malta in europe and so i'm looking back home if you wish yeah. uh, from from like almost an outsider and what i have experienced and the, the strong feeling that i have is that the very traditional the very for me very you know homey thing happens with us we don't make that much noise of ourselves. So Finns, the Finnish way of doing things, to me at least, is that we come up with an idea. Well, obviously we don't talk too much about it because we are not certain if it will fly and it's to go and start to brag with something. You don't know even if you will succeed. So you keep it down to earth. You don't talk a lot about it and you just develop and code and, and manage your project, your, your company, your idea, whatever that might be. And only when you feel 
confident enough or strong enough or you actually have started to make revenue or whatever that might be, then you come out and, and start talk and make noise. And when we talk about making noise, no, it's nothing similar you guys do in Sweden or anywhere else in Europe. It's the Finnish way again. Yeah, so, yeah. I kind of, I kind of noticed that. I, I was gonna say that is the opposite of the American way, which is you totally. just have an idea and you just shout and put everything on the internet and make it as much noise as possible. Yes. About it. So. Yes. Yeah. And a couple of years back. Uh, I had the principal, a Chinese um, entrepreneur, a lady, and I was working for her and we were traveling the world. So I was in China, I was in, in Africa, I was here and there. And, and with her traveling the world, we were a group of, uh, from, well, it could have been only us two, it could have been uh, four or five people, but all the other were Chinese. And then there was me, this blonde, tall, obviously not Chinese person. So I got a lot of this question like, okay, so where are you from? And, and mainly they were guessing Germany or, or Netherlands or even South Africa started to come a lot in the end. <laughs> uh, and when I told them that I'm from Finland and we were working on blockchain and cryptos and all that, I always, and this is like 100 out of 100 times, got the question like, Finland, really? Are you, you guys involved even have blockchain? blockchain? Yes. I mean, where are you guys? You are the Nokia country and we don't see, we don't hear you. Yeah, and that's this right. was two years that's ago. Right. This yeah. was two years ago, so not that long time ago. Uh -huh. And I kept telling them that, no, 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 you're so mistaken. And of course we are here and, and you know, we are the experts and the know-how is there and the innovations are there and everything is there, which is very true. And I know that yeah. and I believe in that. But we are not good in selling ourselves. <laughs> and that's one of the things I've been doing also as a business consultant when I'm helping the companies, mainly coming from home, but in general also from, from uh, Europe uh, to uh, open new regions and, and go to new markets. Uh, this is the main thing. We kind of very down to earth baby steps start from. Mm -hmm. go to the front line make noise of yourself uh, don't be quiet be the first one to talk or, or step one uh, step front instead of taking one step back which usually the Finns do and check the Norwegians and the Swedes and the Danes and the, all the others what they do and do the same don't be a Finn and this don't happened also, yeah yeah <laughs> so this happened also here so unfortunately, even though we are doing a lot when it comes to blockchain, I mean, Linus came from Finland, which is one of the things that was brought up also in the panel. So um, yes, we know. Yes, we can. Yes, we have the know-how, but we don't sell ourselves and we don't make noise of ourselves. And then the other uh, part or the other aspect also of the summit was obviously that uh, uh, the Blockchain Forum Association Finland, we are collaborating with the city of Helsinki and Helsinki is very willing and wants to attract a lot of the actors from the mm -hmm. industry to Finland and the start, there are so many startup hubs and the startup ecosystem in general is blooming. I mean, Slash comes from Finland, so won't we have startups? Of course yeah. we do. 
Yeah, it's Lush Sumit is very famous. Yeah, yes, all over the world. So we yeah. should, mm, we should make more noise of ourselves. Be more Absolutely. active in many ways, participating events and and uh, whatever there. Do you can see be. that that's changing a little bit in the last couple of years? Not enough. No, if you ask me, that's my personal, very subjective uh, view. So we have not been able to make enough noise. And the other part is also of uh, that. Yes, we all know, especially us Finns, that if there is a, a new law, and and uh, God forbid, if there if it's a EU uh, regulation, we rather take a bit more strict national legislation than what the EU law actually would or directive would allow us to do. And this is obviously something that we have the fame of. So I think that if as a country, as a nation, and this comes again down to the, the ones uh, who are in a position to change our regulations or laws or, or the way we want to look at these things, also the tax officers mm -hmm. <laughs> and tax office, Yeah. Uh, I think we should try, especially now, 2020, when COVID has struck very hard the whole world, not only That's us right. and EU, but all of us, we should try to find ways to, you know, sail or surf in between the facts and, and the ways we are, the trustworthy, the honest country and nation which is appreciated enormously another thing we don't use enough utilize enough mm -hmm. if you think the blockchain industry all of it the technology is based on trust we want to gain trust and we are building technology that will provide that to us and then we have this country this nation that is known for being honest and trustworthy do you hear any Finn telling about that Never. No, that's why? right. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Because this is what I also heard traveling the world. Everyone, if you ask, if you go abroad and ask, tell me what is a Finn like? One of the two things they will tell you is that they are honest. Mm -hmm. And we don't use that in any way. So in this aspect, I would bring, and as you see, I'm, I'm building up a you know, table full of dots. And now when I connect mm -hmm. these dots, I'm saying like, why don't we come all together and connect these dots? Let's mm -hmm. find a way to surf around all these dots and make the ones that are not beneficial for us, our taxation, our strict laws, find a ways to navigate to a you know, setup where we are attractive, where we are the place that provides a good, innovative, sourceful, you know, atmosphere hub for any blockchain and crypto for that matter, mm -hmm. uh, actor, and have them to come to Finland, where obviously everything you need is there, but we just are unable to make it look attractive. And even the disadvantages of, uh, you know, what might be there when people don't know when it comes to taxation, 
Well, I can tell you when I was married to a Greek and I lived in Greece for 13 years after my divorce, when I returned back home as a single mother with two kids, I have never appreciated Finnish taxes more because for exchange for my tax, I get quite a lot of stuff. And this is something most of the people out there don't know. And we don't make it obvious for them to see that, okay, yes, you come to Finland, ABC, but on the other hand, you get this and that. I have kind of similar experience that you had because I lived in UK for 15 years. Mm. In UK, you pay, you pay, I think the average BRAC is 20% of taxations. I think that, that's the average you pay. And then coming to Sweden, I have to pay probably 50% of my income, but then yes. you get better service, you get everything, uh, is a better infrastructure even comparing to oh, another yeah. developed country. So, Anita, yeah, that's right, because Finland, everybody knows, is, has been a very innovative country uh, in, techno, in tech. You guys have a very entrepreneurial spirit as well. You mentioned mm. Nokia, you mentioned all these companies that came before. Uh, so yeah, so maybe that will come with time. You guys need to, like you said, don't be so finished about it and shout and advertise more and more you guys doing. Mm. And, and then bring the right things, uh, you know, to the front line. So I think what in general we need uh, within the blockchain industry and as in any industry, but uh, on the tech side especially, because most of the tech people are not the talkative ones. Mm -hmm. So we should find the ones out there or the ones who have returned back home after their adventure, <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you know, in the world to, you know, to talk and to, uh, you know, advert and, and to market the good part. So again, it comes down to the collaboration and, and doing things jointly, but we have so much to offer, but I also have experienced firsthand that people don't know. Mm -hmm. And we don't make noise enough of ourselves and the offering mm -hmm. that we have there. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, now came the time to talk about yourself, about your journey, how you ended up working with blockchain and how, how you ended up in Malta, actually. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, I'm, I'm happy to. Uh, I've been asked this question a couple of times uh, previously obviously as well and I've always told them that there is no short answer to this because it is mm -hmm. and it is uh, yeah it's been an adventure uh, I've been very fortunate and, and lucky in, in some cases as well. When was the first time you heard about blockchain? That was probably around five to six years ago. Uh, there was a friend, there is a friend <laughs> uh, who was very into uh, especially cryptos and then uh, I was in a position that I could uh, talk around, find people who had been involved longer than that. And then uh, I started to participate in all these events, all kinds of summits, all kind of meetups and gatherings. Wanted to understand more, wanted to know more. I have no tech background whatsoever. 
if I have problem with my mobile phone or my <laughs> laptop, the only thing I know to do is shut it down, open again, and hope for the best. That doesn't work. What's your background? <laughs> it's in marketing and sales. Okay, like me. Yes. So, um, but I got hung. I I got really hungry out of and curious of this new technology and I felt it was amazing uh, and is amazing the promise of independency and and uh, you know economical freedom uh, the idea of owning your own data or at least have the right to decide who uses it and how and if you make money with my data well surely I want a part of that and all these things uh, not just one thing of course I needed to understand what Bitcoin is and I needed to you know buy and sell some uh, small amounts of altcoins just to get the idea of how does this work how do you download a wallet how do you trade what does this mean and all that so I became very curious I wanted to understand and then very soon, I also realized that even if there were these nice, polite, kind people who tried to explain to me what all this was about, I couldn't understand them because they all kept talking in a very tech-savvy way that I didn't get. And that's how Crypto Granny was born. So Crypto Granny started to challenge these guys like big time. Uh, I made some people go half oh. crazy with me. Because I was just asking like, why, why and how tens of times. And I, I sort of demanded them to bring down the explanation, the conversation, the discussion to a very low level. So I could actually understand. And so that's where Granny is your Twitter persona. Yes, it is. And it's perceived in a very nice, happy way. Mm -hmm. I haven't met a person to whom I have introduced myself as a crypto granny that didn't start laughing. And that's the best way you can start to interact with someone. Make them laugh the first second you tell who you are. <laughs> so I have loved it from the very beginning. Yeah, but also, it's a great name. I told you yeah, I loved it. Thank you. I, I love it myself too, to be very honest. I think it's amazing. And my logo is also very fun. I've done it myself. It is a teacup that says with the uh, antique you know, uh, font, Crypto Granny, it has antique pink background and it's a huge cup. And on top of that, there is steam because it's hot tea, obviously. And the steam is made out of zeros and ones. And it actually says the steam, Crypto Granny. Uh, so that's amazing. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but, I can see oh, that. I think I can see that uh, people can see it on your LinkedIn. I think you posted yes, about it. I have it there. Yeah. So, so I've been interviewing people and challenging the actors, CZ, Antonis Antonopoulos, uh, Dr. Marvan, Dubai Blockchain Center founder and CEO, Kokila Allah, an amazing Indian Dubai based blockchain lawyer. Um, and and uh, oh, there's so many. I'm just waiting, Justin Sun, at any moment to to confirm an uh, interview with him. Stani from Aave, of course, as well. So challenging all of them to tell what they do, what they have in a very, very down-to-earth way so the mainstream can get it, so the mainstream can understand. Because if they don't understand, 
they will turn around and walk away. These guys want us to understand what they do. They want us to know what is these amazing things they are coming up with. So they're doing bad job in making us the mainstream to understand. So I challenge them there and ask them to be more simple down to earth. Yeah. So, so in all of this stuff, we have someone to challenge and make it more accessible. Yes. So then I met this Chinese lady and she wanted to employ me. So I worked as a, in a contractual uh, uh, relationship I had with her. So I came to Malta because she needed me to come to Malta and I was in charge for the Europe for her for uh, one and a half years. And we registered her company here and then we were doing all sort of kind of things around her project. Uh, then I wanted out and then I've been working with a couple of other projects, but all of these related to blockchain or cryptos or digital uh, assets, etc. And also Markus Lehtonen from Blockchain Forum approached me uh, in the very beginning of my journey with this Chinese lady as we came as um, exhibitors to the first blockchain summit in Helsinki. And then I became ambassador. So I've been with Blockchain Forum as well yes. uh, as an international ambassador, if you wish. Uh, also trying to take the Finnish know-how out to the world, but same time trying to connect again, people and, and entrepreneurs and companies and actors when it comes to blockchain and crypto and make them to see these amazing things Finland has to offer. So. Mm -hmm, definitely, definitely not brief but that's what i do yeah and thank you anita if you guys want to follow anita on twitter is at crypto granny with k i'll link there also in the description and um is there anything else you want to talk about anita do you like a little bit of advertising or mention something well, surely, uh, and this is not a paid ad, but I will tell that please, whoever has not checked the Helsinki Blockchain Summit, it's in YouTube, all the panels. Please yes. do, because yes. I think the guys did amazing job. Yes, the panelists were just amazing and, and bear with the few small technical uh, troubles there were, but they were just a minor, minor thing. So, so that's something to look into. And of course, everyone, and anyone in blockchain and in in a fintech please uh check the blockchain forum homepage as well and and join us because we are trying to be not necessarily the filter but the guys in between all the acting parties and bring everyone together for our joint efforts so that's obviously the the one thing and then like you said uh, i can be reached in linkedin in Twitter, uh, mm -hmm. also in Telegram. So I'm very happy to connect with everyone and anyone. And, and yeah, it was thank really, you. really nice talking to you, Anna, as well. Thank you for asking. Yeah, talk. thank you. Thanks for taking the time to have a chat with me. And I would definitely put all the links of the blockchain submit the Helsinki in the description. Lovely, and thank also you. And the YouTube channel so people can watch what happened there and um that's it thank you very much thank you thanks for listening 
If you want to know how blockchain PR can help your business grow, just go to www.blockchainpr.online.